Hello again, everybody. Welcome back to a brand new episode and a long-awaited episode of Satch Talks. I am still alive, I am still here, and I am committed to providing Manchester City content for you. Um, Whether anyone listens to it or not is a different story, but I'm enjoying doing it. And I haven't forgot about the podcast, that's the main thing. Um, I've just been very busy, as I've said in my recent podcasts, with my schedule recently, um, working loads, lots of stuff going on in my personal life. Um, and trying to balance for stuff in between the two. It's quite hard to commit to the podcast on a regular basis. So I do apologise for the long hiatus. I know it's been over a month now since I've done my last episode, but I'm going to try and do them as much as I can. Um, But I don't want to put too much pressure on myself and I don't want anybody to be disappointed in the lack of uploads. I know it's poor, but it can't be helped because real life happens and real life situations get in the way and... Nothing bad's happened, I'm just working a lot, so no need to worry, I'm fine, I'm well, Um, happier than ever, now that we've got the uh, goat back, Kevin De Bruyne, I'm going to jump right in it from the off, and just briefly talk about um, what we've been waiting for for a long time, it's been compared to as bigger than the treble, which is very, very tongue-in-cheek from us City fans, um, beating Spurs at top, top, beating Spurs at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium is massive, we've never done it before, every time we've been there, never scored a penalty, never scored a goal, never got a win, um, so to go up, to go there, um, in the FA Cup, when we've got a decent team, I get a 1-0 victory, I'm buzzing about it, you know, didn't see it happening, to be honest. I, I saw them nicking like a, a 1-0 or a 2-1. So um, to get that and to get onto the second round, which will be against Luton Town, it's massive, you know, and it's a massive morale boost for the squad who have now returned. We've now almost got a fully fit squad. It's massive. It's a massive mentality boost. And having Kevin De Bruyne back in that team is, um, like I said, it's a mentality game changer so um i'm buzzing but the key takeaway like i said in the newcastle game as well um kevin de bruyne ever since he's come back and he's slotted into that team ever since he's, he came back at the huddersfield game of the fa cup at home um he's making an impact already he's he got an assist coming off the bench he's already on i think two assists and a goal um since coming back, I and mean, then he obviously um, provided the winning assist for Oscar Bob at Newcastle away. Unreal, honestly. You, you want I run out of superlatives for him. He, he he's honestly a different breed. The way the guy's built, but I'm gonna get onto him more later on in the episode. Um, I find myself a lot running off on a tangent when it comes to Kevin De Bruyne. He's that good, um, but yeah. Uh, couldn't be happier that we managed to get finally get the job done with Spurs. Could probably be um, the fact Harry Kane ain't there now, to be honest, because he always liked scoring against us, especially when uh, he got turned down to play for City. But there we go. Um, no sour grapes from our end anyway, because um, we we ended up getting the best striker in the world early in Ireland. But um, when it comes to 
Burnley at home uh, this week um, in the Champions League. No, in the Premier League, might I say. Um, that's be thinking ahead to this week. Um, no, I'm sorry, the week after. What am I on about? Because um, we've got two league games next week against um, Brentford and Chelsea. So when it comes to the Premier League game against Burnley this week on Wednesday night, very impressed, very happy with the overall team performance. Um was a bit annoyed that we let one in and didn't keep the clean sheet, you know, because... At this stage of the season now, we want to keep clean sheets. We don't want to concede goals because Liverpool, I hate to say it, and I really, really do, but they are looking good. They're looking strong. They're looking hot. Um, and especially now knowing that Klopp is going to be leaving at the end of the season, they're going to be wanting to get wanting to get a league title under their belt because when they won their league title back in COVID season, they didn't get to celebrate it, um, which that's life, you know? Um they're not getting a, any sympathy from me, that's for sure. But if anyone's going to stop them, it's going to be us. We've done it before and we're quite capable of doing it again. And especially knowing that we've got a fully fit Manchester City squad back now. Um, a Pep Guardiola who is hungrier than ever for titles and just wants to go on another rampage of English dominance and European dominance. Um, I'm feeling confident, but the only team I'm worried about is Liverpool. Um, so it's interesting to see how it's all going to pan out over these next couple of months. Um, but it is looking like that we are going to have to go to Anfield and beat them. Um, I'll address this later on properly, but uh, you know what, we'll get into it now. Um, overall, I'm very happy with the performance with Burn, uh, Burn against Burnley. You know, um, De Bruyne again with that free kick, finding that vision for that passage of play, straight through to Alvarez, scoring two on his birthday. Honestly, the kid is incredible. Um, then I think Haaland found it a bit difficult coming back on, you know, coming on as a sub late on in the game. He's going to find his score and boots again eventually. Um, it's always going to happen. He's going to struggle a bit to get back into his groove, but he's a striker, you know. It's not easy. It's one of the hardest jobs in football, scoring goals. Um, but... Getting on to the Liverpool topic, um, I will say it is looking like we are going to have to go to Anfield when we do play them, which I think is in April, and pick up the three points, which we've struggled to do for quite a while. We either decide to draw there or lose. Um, so we've got to go to Anfield when we do go there because it's more than likely going to be between us and them uh, and pick up all three points. There's, we've got to take no prisoners. We've got to be on it that day. Um, no, no diddy dallying. We've got to be on them, pressing them, pressing them like hell, and not giving them any wiggle room at all. You know, like proper city, the city way of playing, not giving the team any wiggle room, not giving them any space to move and to create play and get out of their own half. You know, that's how it's got to be. Um. So I expect a pretty good game from them when we do end up playing in April because I do feel like since the time we played them back in November, uh, um, the Etihad, they've improved a lot. Um, they've obviously turned it, turned it around um, because I feel like out of all the games we've played against them, that was probably the worst. You know, it was just dead. Um, the players weren't really up for it, I think. Um, the fans weren't up for it being a half-12 kickoff. So... 
going into this game in April, I feel everything's going to be on the line. It's going to be the, the, I think it'll be the title decider, you know, or the title will certainly shift into that team's favour, um, in my personal opinion. But uh, the fact we've got Kevin De Bruyne back, certainly, I think, in my opinion, waves the title slowly and ever so slightly into our favour. Um, I'm not saying we're going to do it again, but I think we've got a pretty good case to believe that we can do it again. Um, we've got the best person you can have at the helm. We've got Kevin De Bruyne back. We've got Haaland almost ready to come back. And as Pep reported in his presser um, yesterday, he's expected to start against Brentford, which is crucial, you know, because Ivan, Turni Ivan Tony just returning from his, uh, his suspension. It's going to be massive having Erlen Haaland back for that game. Hopefully De Bruyne will start as well. So we can get off on the right foot. Brentford away, not an easy place to go. So pick up the three points there, which I'm hoping we can. Um, Ivan Tony hungrier than ever to get the goals back. You know, he was one of the leading goal scorers last season. Um, he scored at the Etihad when he found out he wasn't getting selected for the England squad, which was an absolute disgrace. He should have been selected because... He's a very good striker. Sooner or later, he's going to get snapped up by one of the big teams. Personally, I think it will be either um, Newcastle or Arsenal. Uh, but that's another topic of debate for another day. Um, but going into the Chelsea game, I feel like they could really give us a good game. You know, they're, they're not really in a good place in the league. When we played them at Stamford Bridge, we drew 4 all. Um, but when it comes to Chelsea... I do really feel like that game could go both ways. You know, um, City are really starting to find their groove. They're starting to get back into the swing of it. We're getting all our best players back. Um, but Chelsea, they're kind of in a bit of a weird place at the minute. So you don't really know what Ch what Chelsea's going to turn up. Um, but it seems like they seem to be able to get a result against us. Uh, or they're capable of doing that anyway. Um, but for me... I think the main thing now for us is going to be obvious and uh, it's going to sound silly saying it, but it's just keep getting the points on the board, try and score, outscore, outscore, outscore. If Liverpool have scored three in their previous game, we've got to score four or five, you know? Um, it sounds silly, I know, but talking about goal difference at this stage of the season, it could come down to that. You know, we've had it a few times before where literally teams have won the league and we've won the league because we've had that goal difference in our favour. So that's why conceding goals shouldn't be an option or we should be trying to prevent it as much as possible, you know, because we, we, we on paper, we've got the best defence in the league, but I think recently it hasn't shown, you know, uh, so we need to get that sorted, get a consistent, solid back four. Or however Pet wants to play it, whether he wants to go over back five, four, or or three. Um he's 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 gone with a three quite a lot this season. Um whereas me, I prefer the back four. Um and I'd probably go with Walker, Diaz, Stones, and then you either have Ake or Akanji playing the left back role or Vardio. Um but for me, that's gotta be the main thing we nailed down. Because like I said, goal difference is integral and it's vital, you know, because Liverpool, it don't look like they're going to hold up and they're going to let off anytime soon. So we've got to be at it. We've got to be pushing them to the very limit. 
um, and got and we got hope that they drop off. They drop points somewhere like tomorrow. They're playing Arsenal, um, uh, playing at the Emirates. So I think I think that they're, they're more than capable of dropping points. But it's it's like when 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 will they drop points? Um, so I think for me tomorrow that game has either got to be a draw. Or a very convincing win from Arsenal because if they don't win tomorrow, they're out the title picture. Um, now, for me, it's going to sound harsh. I didn't actually consider Arsenal to be title contenders for us this season, only Liverpool, because the business they done in the um, in the summer transfer window, I think for me, was enough for them to maintain that position, but not excel even more to win the title. You know, um, whereas Liverpool. I feel like they've done some good business. They got some good midfielders in, um, which I think can really shift the dynamic for that team. But Arsenal, I don't know what's going on. So tomorrow, that's a must-win, and hopefully, it can shift that dial ever so slightly to City's favour. So then, if we win on Monday night, we can close that gap and simply apply the pressure even more onto Liverpool, who have got loads of momentum. They want to do it for Klopp. So we've got to be the ones who uh, break their smiles and uh, take the smiles off their faces like we've done before and we'll do it again, you know. Um, but I'm going to look ahead to our Champions League fixture uh, Tuesday night, um, day before Valentine's Day, which has worked out quite well, to be honest, because not many of us want to be uh, <laughs> watching City on Valentine's Day. Well, I would be, but... I think for most guys, it's, it probably wouldn't go down well watching City on Valentine's Day or football as a whole. So, um, all jokes aside, though, um, going away to Copenhagen, uh, they've made it. They made it quite tough for us when we went there. I think. I think it was a nil-nil draw, nil-nil. It could have been. I think it was. Um, but we got. Or, or was it similar? Or was it reversed? We ended up beating them. By a good amount, and then we ended up drawing at home. I'm confused. We've pl we've played them so much, I think recently in the Champions League, but I've got confused how much we won by or if we drew. But I think we definitely drew them away. Um, so uh, yeah, I think it'll be a convincing performance from City. You know, we we've got that groove in the Champions League, and I think our league form seems to just go out the window when we play in the Champions League. So we could we could draw midweek and then. Or we could draw on the weekend or lose on the weekend. But in the Champions League, turn up and be was beast. It's almost like since winning the Champions League, now whenever we play in Europe, we're like, we're the elite team, you know. Um, we're not going to let that or anything in the league debunk us, you know. Uh, but for me, for me, I've had a few people ask me, believe it or not, what would I, what would I rather win if I had the choice? Obviously, I'm going to say... All of them. But if you had to nail it down and whittle it down, I'm going to say the league, you know. Um, winning the Champions League for the first time, it was incredible. Doing the treble as well that season. Doing it all in one season. You cannot top it. Um, but for me, knowing the significance and the importance of four in a row, I'm going to choose the league. So if it means potentially losing out on the Champions League in the semi-final stage or quarterfinals, which I don't think will happen, but you've got to prepare yourself. I, I, it, it wouldn't annoy me as much if we were to lose the league to Liverpool because 
we've been that team consistently, season in and season out, who's there, pushing these teams to the very limit. And to be on the, the brink of making history and hitting four league titles in a row, which has never, ever, ever been done. The Invincibles didn't do it. Fergie's team didn't do it. But Pep's team can. I think, I think we've got the minerals. We've got all the tools at our disposal to have the confidence and have the belief that we are capable of doing it. Um, but it's whether if we can keep this momentum going. Um, but go, 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 going into this part of the season now, we've got to be air. We've got to be air and we've got to be pushing all these teams. But like I said, we're on the cusp of history. Um, so for me, I'm going to choose the league. I'm going to choose the Premier League. You play 38 games in a season. Um, you're going home and away. Uh, it's hard. And the Champions League, we, I, I'm going to choose doing our fourth league in a row over doing a Champions League twice, two seasons in a row. Obviously, I love the Champions League, but for, for Premier League, for me, has more importance uh, on this occasion. Obviously, winning your first Champions League is monumental and nothing will be able to ever top that feeling. Um, but I think most City fans would be in unison in my opinion on this. Uh, I hope so anyway, because the Premier League is your bread and butter. Um, and the Champions League, I think for me, that comes second. Um, so, and I feel like the players themselves have a pretty good inkling that they feel that way as well. You know, they're, they're going to try and go for everything. But my personal belief, I think we, we can do both. You know, I was saying then, I wouldn't be annoyed if we didn't win both. But I think we will. You know, I think we'll win the Champions League and I think we'll win the Premier League. So I think no one can stop us. No one is capable of stopping us. You know, the only team that will stop City is ourselves, you know, and uh, we've been we've been uh, proven that, you know, recently when we had our dip in form back at the start of the season, late into the season, I mean, like, late, early December time, like November. So, um, we rewrite ourselves, we change our form, we change our our philosophy, and we just end up winning, you know, and we end up doing that. But uh, I've got to speak about Kevin De Bruyne briefly, you know, being a huge fan of his. Quite honestly, he's my favourite footballer. Um, and for many other City fans, I'm sure that's the case for them as well. Um, I think only now, since he's returned, casual football fans are now starting to realise how good this man is. You know, um, Ryan Giggs, he has a hun over hundred. He has 140 um, Premier League assists, but. You look at how quick Kevin De Bruyne is doing it and you look at the class and the sheer brilliance that he is doing it with. He's obviously by far the greatest of all time he has ever featured and appeared in the Premier League. Um, so I just think it shows as well the fact that 
since returning, the impact he has had on our team and the morale boost it brings. You can just tell that the players themselves feel so much more comfortable, so much more relaxed, knowing that they've, that they've got Kev on the team. Um, he's just such a big player and has such a impact on how the younger players play and not only that, the senior players, knowing that you've got Kev to rely on, knowing that you've got that guy who can literally create a ball and create a good assist and a good opportunity in any awkward situation on the field. Um, it's a massive mentality boost for the players, the fans, anyone who's a City fan or is affiliated with City. Um, so... I couldn't be happier and he's proven game in and game out and season in and season out why he is the greatest of all time and if he wasn't deserving of a statue I think he is I, he's got to have a statue um, if he wasn't deserving of a statue he certainly is now you know the legacy he has left at City um, and the stuff he has done for our club uh, I think when his City career is finished, I think he will be on par, if not even highly regarded more as a significantly more important player than Sergio Aguero, you know. And I think many people would agree with that. Um, but I think they're both on the same level, but I think by the time De Bruyne has tied up his boots and finished with City, I think uh, he'll have more of an impact in, at City. You know, he's been here with us when we were when we were there you know um if it wasn't for him i don't think our team would have had some of the success we have experienced now you know um you put de bruyne into any team and he makes that team a world-class team so i just think everybody has now realized it if not many people realized it before like i said for casual fan um other fan bases are starting to appreciate how good he is whilst we've got him and being away for quite a while has certainly made people realize christ he is something else he is built differently the fact he can get injured grow a new haircut out and then just come back and start slinging balls left right and center for fun and making this league look like a father's league in, in a way and making it look easy he's making it look so easy the way he does it um so i could i couldn't be happier that he's back um because he is he is that man he is the big game player he's the guy you can rely on so knowing we've got him back i feel so confident going into this part of the season and going into all these games these big tough games where you've all got to sit in deep and hope for the best and just cross your fingers that City can get the job done, whether it's 1-0 or 5. Um, having Kevin De Bruyne on our side now is massive. Champions League, FA Cup, Premier League, we've got him. Um, not saying we're going to do the treble again, because that is just once-in-a-lifetime thing. Um, but we're certainly on the cusp of history with four in a row. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, I hope you all have enjoyed listening to this today. Um, I will be posting this out on my uh, Instagram, which I haven't posted on in a while, I'm fully aware of. Um, so yeah, please be sure to leave a five-star rating review. It does massively help. 
um, in support of the podcast and I will be making a conscious effort of publishing more episodes and making an effort of sticking to a more regular format of producing content on a bi-weekly basis that makes people happy, you know, um, because I don't want to be taking a hiatus for a month, but it's just how it is, you know, so I apologise if the content hasn't been as consistent, but I am trying to work on it to become more, um, so like I said, if you have enjoyed, please be sure to leave a good review or a five-star rating review on Spotify, um, you can check me out on Apple Podcasts, uh, and Spotify, um, follow the page at Satch Talks on Instagram, and yeah, thank you very much, enjoy the game Monday against Brentford, um, and yeah, MCFC, okay.